good morning good evening good afternoon depending on the time you're listening i am so sorry for not updating the podcast i have been procrastinating and i know that's not a good excuse but i am back and i was to post on monday but procrastination i please pray for me for that i cannot keep procrastinating sharing the word of god and i pray that i become better and i will be intentional in my ways uh for those who have missed me uh thank you for missing me but i will be posting often now from now on uh this friday i think i'll also post another one to um keep the momentum and not the keep up with the timelines and the deadlines so to recap last time we were talking about the battle of sin and we were talking about how to overcome sin uh so but now today we will look at that one was under the battle of freedom but now we'll be looking at this the other thing i talked about will be which is the battle to break through so there are certain things that it's not like you're tied up or they're binding you but there's something that is holding you down breakthrough say financial breakthrough academic uh breakthrough uh family breakthroughs uh just the things that are happening in your life that you want or you want to go to the next level whether it's like i said getting a job or finding a better job or even you want a sign uh or confirmation that you'll get that promotion you've been wanting so the reading of today will be based mostly on faith and it is one a, a very key ingredient if you want breakthrough because um faith let me just first define define faith faith is defined in hebrew chapter 11 verse 1 to 38 and it says now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see so you're hoping for a new job you're hoping to even get that job you're hoping to graduate this year you're hoping to get uh to get money to buy that property you've been wanting you're hoping to get a child you see but now there's something else are you certain that you will get it now when you are certain that you will get it that is faith because your your hope they nakupatia certainty encourage that you'll get it keep the faith that is faith faith is believing in things that you can't even see faith is believing in god we have not seen god but we believe he exists you see and we believe he exists because of the things that we have seen that he's doing in our lives or in other people's lives through testimony waking up in the morning is a testimony having food on your table is a testimony it's not a guarantee that you'll get it but because you're certain you'll get it that is faith and in that verse it talks about the examples in the bible that uh, of the characters in the bible that showed showed faith and i will go through few of them so uh in from verse 
that is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. It says, Because of faith, we know that the world was made of God's made at God's command. We also know that what can be seen was made out of what cannot be seen. And this is true. We believe in the creation. We believe that by the word of God, by the word of mouth of God, that things that we have in this earth came to be, except from us who are created by his hand. But the rest, by word of mouth, the things came to be. And because Abel, Abel was had faith, he offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. God was pleased with him and his gift. And even though Abel is now dead, his faith still speaks for him. Because how would Abel know that the, the gift that he will bring to God, the sacrifice he will bring to God, will be pleasing? It's because he had faith that the, thing, that the produce he is harvesting, I mean the animal he is bringing, would be pleasing to God. Do you even have faith in the sacrifice you are giving to God? Do you even have faith that sadaka inyo utatoa kwa kanisa, itakuwa, God will be happy with it, ama unatonga juengine wanatoa. You see? And if you believe that, enyewe, God, this is my tithe. My tithe ni mekupea. And I believe you, it will be pleasing to your eyes. I got it in the correct manner. On Sunday, I preached uh, about, you cannot bring sacrifice to God in a especially a sacrifice that you obtained in a manner that God did not accept. And you cannot bring the bribe, 10% of the bribe to God. It will not be pleasing to him. And these are the things you need to know. When you know God, and the previous episodes I talked about knowing God and knowing about God. If you know God, you will know what is pleasing to him. And that is faith. You're not sure for, I mean, you, you, you'll not be there to see his reaction, whether it's, it's pleasing to him, but you have faith that the sacrifice you bring to him would be pleasing to him. And the other example we are given is um, verse 7. Noah, because Noah had faith, he, had, he was warned about something that, he had not, that had not yet happened. He obeyed and built a boat that saved him and his family. In this way, the people of the world were judged. And Noah was given the blessing that came to everyone who pleased God. I mean, you are told to build an ark. It is not raining. There is no even signs of a flood. But somehow you believe that, let me just build this ark because God said so. And it happens. You see, that is faith. When sometimes you hear the, the voice of God telling you, just apply. Apply for that job. You might not be as qualified because there are 10 qualifications and you only qualify for four. But the voice of God tells you, apply. And you say, okay, I'll apply and I believe I'll get it because ni mungu amesemba. And God will not put his people to shame. God cannot put his people to shame. And it is in the Bible. It is in Romans, I think, chapter 12. And he says, call on the name of Jesus and believe in your heart and you shall be saved. Because God does not, uh, will not allow his people to be put to shame. 
So that is faith. And when you pray, you say these words and remind him, God, your word tells me that you cannot put your people into shame. If I apply for this job, I believe that I will get because I am your people. I am your person and you are my dad. So if you guarantee me this, I know I will get it because you have my back. And that is faith. Faith is very important. Faith is very important. And the last example I will give will be Abraham, the father of faith, definitely. Abraham had faith and obeyed God. He was told to go to the land that God had said would be his, and he left for a country he had never seen. Because Abraham had faith, he lived as, as a stranger in the promised land. He lived there in a tent, and so did Isaac and Jacob, who were later given the same promise. Abraham did this because he was waiting for the eternal city God had planned and built. Even when Sarah was too old to have children, she had faith that God would do what he had promised, and he, she had a son. Her husband, Abraham, was almost dead, but he became the ancestor of many people. In fact, there are as many of them as there are the stars in the sky or grains of sand along the seashore. So, um, Abraham is the father of faith. He is a man of faith. And you find, especially in the New Testament, when they talk about faith, they refer to Abraham. And you see that he had faith. He was 99 years old. And he's being told that you'll get a child, a son, in fact. And you'll have many descendants as the, as the stars in the sky. I mean, that's that's crazy because... At that time, biologically, that would be impossible. In human eyes, it is impossible. And this is where we go wrong. We, tr we pray for things that they seem possible in our eyes. When you want that breakthrough, say you want, let, let me use financial, and you want to build a house and you're just a youth, like me, a youth. And it seems unrealistic when uh, in human eyes for me to want to build a house right now yet i don't even have money i'm still relying on my pa parents and we try to put god in that box of human capabilities and we only pray for things that we know are achievable in human eyes but with god there is nothing impossible for him i mean if if he could part the sea if he could give Abraham a son at the age of 99, I think even at that time, I think he was even 100 years old. If he, he could allow, if he gave David power to kill Goliath by just using a stone, if he can shut the mouth of a lion, Daniel, if he could save Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from fire, I mean, if anything... In the Bible, we are seeing God doing things that are impossible in human eyes. Not things that are possible. If he can shut a womb of a woman and later open to give her a child just for his glory, there is nothing impossible for him. So when you're praying, have faith that whatever you're asking for, you will get. 
no matter how impossible it is it may seem like your marriage is going to die kuf dead and there is no hope hakuna hope but you're praying to god for that breakthrough believe instead of finding a way out believe there will be a solution if you have a friend who doesn't know about god and you want them to know about god and it seems that they are so into the world that akuna hope why can't you have faith that god will speak to their heart and they will come to you and say by the mean nataka kujua your god wako it could be even sickness we've had a lot of miracles especially for those people who are sick and doctors try to explain and they find a medical term for it and this is where we go wrong where you don't give god the glory because you're believing in the power of human hands and refusing to believe in the that miracles still happen angels might still not, might not appear to us today but miracles still happen and god still speaks so believe believe that what you're praying for will happen number 2 is totally relying on god rely on god you know there is something that god said when gideon was picking his army and god said to gideon that is judges chapter 7 verse 2 and the lord said to gideon you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands in order that Israel may not boast against me that uh, that her own strength has saved her so alimwambia like reduce your men because i do not want them when they win this war they say ni haundo alifanya that it is their, by their own strength and most of the time we rely on our friends i'm not saying it's wrong God put friends in our lives for a reason. David had a friend, Jonathan, and Jonathan helped him to escape the wrath of Saul. Jonathan even saved David's life. Jonathan even rebuked the father for trying to kill David. Friends, there are friends that God has put in our lives for a reason. And there are friends that are needed in our lives, but sometimes we rely too much on the help of human beings or on our own strength like you 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 lay out a procedure like oh so i'll finish i'll graduate uh-huh, i'll i'll get an internship mhm then i'll get a job mhm then your job nitanza nitanza na job ya 50k maybe nifike 100 niende even nikipanda nikipanda do you know <laughs> Let me just say this. Do you know there are some people who God has been so faithful in their life that after they graduated they got the job they dreamed of with the salary they wanted. Not those procedures, they skipped the procedures. And when we rely on God, we skip those procedures. When we rely on God is putting your life in his hand. Unasema by the God may your will be done in my life and I know you have good plans for me and plans to, there are plans to prosper and not perish 
these are the words of God. And when we pray, we, we need to mention these things. Mention the, the, the words of God and remind him, you said this. So fulfill it for me. If we do not rely on God for the small miracles, things we consider small. <laughs> the, and I'm not saying this with all due respect. They are not small because there are people who do not have them. Food, clothes, shelter. When we rely on, the, on God for these things that we consider small, we'll be able to rely on God for even bigger things. And we as the children of God are not confined into human capabilities. And that is what I said in the previous point, faith. That is faith. Relying on God is faith. Relying on someone you don't even see. Faith. Then, number three is keep fasting and praying. Pray without ceasing. You see, when you read the book of Job, from chapter 1, I mean chapter 2 to 31, he kept on talking to God, praying to God, repenting, because he thought the problems that he had are because of his sins, or the sins of his children, the sins of his wife, the sins of his servant. He's even uh, repenting for the sins that are not even his. But he kept on and on and on. It reached a point even the friends were discouraging him you see but god is faithful he answered job at the end of it i mean job had gone through a lot of problems he lost his children lost his wealth lost his wife what he became sick couldn't eat but he still remained firm he still prayed he still had strength to pray and talk to God. And in Matthew chapter 6 verse 5, when Jesus was talking about prayer and fasting, and he said, do not pray to be seen. Most Christians really boast of how they pray. You know, I'm not saying it's wrong. Don't get me wrong. But... Are you praying to be seen or are you communicating with God? When you make a phone call to a friend or someone calls you, do you start shouting and saying, Nini, like, and make sure everyone around you knows what you're talking about? Sometimes you'll even excuse yourself because you're talking to someone on the phone. And this is how it should be with God. Um, when you go to church, pray. But don't pray to seen, uh, to be seen. Pray because you're, you're having a conversation with God. He is there with you and you know he's listening. Not for others to, be, to hear what you're praying. So that people are saying, hey, now you're in Mombaji. Hapana. You pray with humbleness. Not to be seen. And in First Matthew, First John. Well, first Matthew. First John chapter 5 verse 14 it says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we have asked of him number two the other thing in praying pray with confidence pray with confidence 
ukienda kuitisha baba yako pesa huenda okay sometimes tunenanga na uoga lakini with god <laughs> with god we believe that he is our father and he will give us whatever we are asking for confidence unaona ukienda hiyo job interview well, i'm sure one of the things you are usually told go there with confidence usiende kama unaogopa ogopa have confidence Be, and know what you want wakikuuliza salary unasema hii what is your what do you want a salary wakikuuliza swali ya maybe um do you know what uh, this job entails kitu kama hiyo you know what to say confidence because you know you have done the research about the company and everything so there is no question that could possibly hinder you or make you shake you up so we as children of god we know our father god and we have done research about him from the bible and we know his power so nikienda kumuuliza god mimi nataka job this year i am believing that i will have an attachment or i will graduate you know it will happen because you have that confidence and i'm not talking about boasting to your friends at i mean a job you know like not in a manner of boast in a boastful manner but you the relationship you have with god should be one of confidence and trust and faith and hope you see so so why don't we receive what we pray for sometimes we do pray yenyewe na tunaomba but kwa nini what we receive james chapter 4 verse 3 it says when you ask you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures mhm the bible tells us quite clear why we don't get what we pray for you are, you are praying for a car to show off to your friends or to show off that you know that umeomoka you're praying to god to, for financial breakthrough but where you're using your money is not even in the work of god is not even in anything that god condones but in those worldly pleasures kulewa wasichana ama vijana you know those just negative things and mungu anajua your intentions the intentions behind the prayer because when you're praying you're already picturing how you will use what you get and he sees that and he's like what are you you know the bible says the the will humble those people who think they are wise and yet they are fools he'll humble the rich you see and there are certain things the intention behind the prayer really matters because when you're asking for a job god knows that you need that job maybe because you want uh once uko independent or a clipper nini you buy some property somewhere you help your family or something he knows so make your intentions straight make your intentions clear then about fasting uh fasting is where you deny your the flesh and you feed the spirit and after fasting your spirit is usually very strong 
you can have you can have a, god can answer you very clearly when you're fasting because your spiritual senses are heightened and you can easily know or discern what the answer of god is and what will work for you and what will not work for you because the holy spirit that is working within you will be very strong at that time and there are, there are people in the bible who fasted and you can see the results when jesus, jesus fasted before starting his mission to preach or to teach the the the, the word of god he fasted and satan even tempted him um nehemiah prayed and fasted before going to see king ataxes and he asked god for favor in front of the king's eyes and you can see that god grants him allows the king to grant him favor to rebuild the, the wall and even uh, who daniel daniel prayed and fasted and repented and repented uh, and asked god for understanding after having a vision that he could not understand and i think this would really shook daniel because he is an interpreter of dreams and then here comes a dream that he doesn't understand and later on uh, the angel appears to him and gives him the interpretation of the vision that is in daniel chapter 9 and the answer comes in daniel chapter chapter 10 david fasted for forgiveness when he was told that he took someone else's wife and god was angry with him and he was told that he would lose his son he fasted for 7 days for repentance asking god to forgive him we fast for different things and we 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 as christians need to fast as often as possible we need to fast as often as possible so that our spiritual senses would be heightened it could be 3 days it could be even just a day it could be 7 days 21 days you see whatever works for you but fasting is really important for you see like look at how the people of god prayed like their prayer like there's just something about their prayer that i find really poetic <laughs> let me say poetic for lack of a better word like they knew their god and how they prayed and fasted was with commitment they knew that god will do it but they still fasted and prayed let me read for you nehemiah's prayer that is in nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4 to 11 and it says uh no verse 5 it says then i said o lord god of heaven the great and awesome god who kept his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commands listen to my prayer look down and see me praying night and day for 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 your people israel i confess that we have sinned against you yes even my own family and i have sinned we have sinned terribly but not by not obeying the commands decrees and regulations that you gave us through this your servant moses please remember what you told your servant moses 
if you remain if you are unfaithful to me i will scatter you among the nations but if you return to me and obey the, my commands and live by them then even if you are exiled for, to the ends of the earth i will bring you back to the place i have chosen for my name to be honored the people you rescued by your great power and strong hand are your servants oh lord please hear my prayer listen to my prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me put into his heart to be kind to me look at that prayer look at that prayer number 1 he co- confesses his sins he even conf- he, he says that he, he repents the sins of his family of the people of Israel because the mission he is to accomplish is not only for him but the people of Israel number 2 he reminds god of his word he said that you told moses this and indeed we are seeing the repercussions of what you said but you also said if we return you see he's reminding god of his word number 3 he says um he reminds god that we are your people remind god you are his you are his child number 4 is he asks now god what he wants what he wants and that was to be granted favor and five at the beginning look at how he exalts the name of god like he knows how magnificent how beautiful how powerful god is and he, and he says them he says that you are god is awesome and he keeps his covenant because he will remind god that god you say this to moses and he says that he is the god of heaven unfailing love yani i look at the peop- at the prayers of the people of the old testament even hana please look at the at the prayer of hana when he gets the ch- uh, the child she had prayed for the prayer of thanksgiving she gives to god it's just it, if if it ingekuwa mimi ndo naambiwa hata mimi ningefurahia so look at your prayers i'm not saying you become now poetic but put an effort in your prayers and the faith and ask holy spirit to help you sometimes you not be able to even pray there is some i, I don't remember the verse but it says that the holy spirit intercedes our prayers to jesus christ even though we do not pray because he understands the language of our tears some of the things we are going through are really painful that you can't even stand or kneel or raise your hands to god and get the words to describe the pain you're going through or the solutions you want but the holy spirit who lives within us knows and understands so you go before god and you cry you just cry to him god understands he understands because the holy spirit knows in your heart that you believe that god will be the one to do it for you it's just that you can't get the words to describe the pain you're going through you see 
and then as I finish, as I finish, so, so and then the the other thing is number four because I've talked about faith, totally relying in God. Number three, prayer and fasting. Number four is what do you have? The solutions might just be what do you have? What do you already have? You want to start that business. But the picture you have is so big and you don't know even where to start. But God is asking you, what do you have? Moses had the staff. David had a stone. What do you have? Jesus had five loaves and two fish and he fed 5,000 people. Is it your voice that you have? It could be your voice, motivational speaker, but you don't even know where to start. You have your voice. Have you even taken the first step? You have prayed about it. And you know in your gut, you make the first step look on And you know it. That you could start somewhere. But remember, you serve a living God. And there is nothing impossible for you. You have your pesa kidogo in your konayo and zishakitu. And zishakitu, something will just happen. Believe, faith, the whole, the whole everything. Every nini of today, like every point is still going back to faith. What do you have? And... It could be even that friend of yours you have. Unagopa kumwambia a certain issue because utaki jeopardize your friendship, ikai financial amounamtumia. You don't know. The answer might closer be closer than you think. It might be closer than you think. So key notes to note is number one, keep the faith. Number two. Do not lay down a procedure for God to answer. Because his ways are not our ways. He doesn't work like a human being. So stop laying the procedure that God should follow in answering your prayers. You want a car, pray about it. Usianza kusema ati God, ndio nipate yo gari, jaka nisaidia ni save, save. Na, na mutu wakikupea kama gift, yogare nyukuo nataka. God doesn't work in our ways. He works in mysterious ways. And believe that there is nothing impossible for him. Number three, keep praying. Remember this, that the, the battles we are facing in our lives, in our physical realm, are not against flesh and blood. By the principalities of this world. The devil will do anything. Anything. To prevent you from getting your blessing. And remember. You get your blessing. From, it is in Deuteronomy 28. You get your blessings by obeying the word of God. That's it. Obey the word of God. Blessing. And the blessings you'll be getting will be generational. Your generational will be blessed. The work of your hands will be blessed. Even your neighbors will be blessed because of you. So obey the word of God. 
and you will be blessed. And as I finish, finish. There is this word that has really been encouraging me. And it is in Micah chapter 7 verse 10. Verse, chapter 7 verse 8 to 10. And it's something that I said I will incorporate in my prayer. Because sometimes we pray and we are dedicated in the word of God and we are obedient and people around us know. But then sister, that gives them license to mock us. God has left you. But let me tell you, Mika chapter 7 verse 8 to 10 really encourages me because it gives me an answer to them, to them that mock me, to them that say that hmm, there is no God, to them that say that where is the proof of how mighty and how glorious your God is? Look at you. You don't even have money. You have zero friends. People are not there for you. You are sick. You don't have a job. Look at your marriage. Look at... You, know, you see, people who just mock you. But this is the answer you will have for them. That is Micah chapter 7 verse 8 to 10. And it says, My enemies, enemies, my enemies, don't be glad because of my troubles. Don't. I may have fallen, but I will get up. I may be sitting in the dark, but the Lord is my light. I have sinned against the Lord, and so I must endure his anger. Until he comes to my defense. But I know that I will see him making things right for me and leading me to right. You, my enemies, said, the Lord God is helpless. Now which of you will be disgraced and put to shame? I will see you trampled like mud in the street. I rest my case. <laughs> It is really encouraging. This was when the Israelites have had gone astray and now they were coming back. There is a lot of Israel does that does that a lot in the Old Testament. But they had an answer to their enemies. They had an answer to those who mocked them. Chosen nation, look at you now. They said, My enemies, do not be glad. It is not permanent. I could be, it could be because I sinned, now I have to endure his wrath. But it is worth it. Because God will come to my defense and you will be put to shame. This is what I want you to tell your enemies. Whether they are spiritual, whether it's physical, tell them. I have a God that I serve the true living God, and he will not put me to shame. You will be the one to be put to shame. When he does something, it cannot be hidden. Because all the glory and honor has to go back to him. 
So when he does something, it will be seen by everyone. And they will they'll have nothing to say anymore. And sometimes you'll be even lower and lower. You'll have a breakthrough and then cook something again. But always keep the faith because you trust and serve a living God. Let us pray. Mighty everlasting Father, I come before you this day. I say thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of good health, mighty King of glory. I worship you and I glorify your name. Mighty Father of oh God, I pray for those who, are, who want a breakthrough in their life. I pray that they will not be put to shame because they are your children, Lord. And for those who are feeling weak, those who are even giving up, God, I ask for you to give them the Holy Spirit to strengthen them during this time. Give them the strength to endure. Give them the strength to be patient. Give them the strength to continue believing. And may they live in accordance to your word. Even when the enemies mock them, may they have something to say and say that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I worship you and I glorify your name. And in Jesus' name I pray, trusting and believing. Amen.